Hey, everybody, here we are. Welcome to the studios of Grand Fork's Best Source. It's a Wednesday. Means it's time now for a Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Got realty expert John Brodeen standing by. We'll talk with him in a minute. Life. With its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage. To the, I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy. To the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life. Your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you. For life. And ladies and gentlemen, here we go. The one, the only, the realty expert, John Brodeen in the house. Hey, hey. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good. Good. How's the family? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How's that little one? She's good. Yeah. Yeah. 11 months old this week. Oh, boy. Uh, Walking yet? Close. Close. Yeah. She's still, she's climbing all over the place and just enough to start to get into everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once she starts walking, it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get the old cupboard door locks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was looking at her this morning and I was like, my gosh, she's getting so much. Like, she, I don't know. For some reason this morning, I was like, yeah. you look like a little kid now instead yeah. of a baby. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you look like a little human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because babies, let's face it, they don't all look like humans. <laughs> no, no, they look like little, little aliens sometimes. You know, I know um, you flip or you have flipped houses, I believe. Uh, no, actually. Oh, you I have just do okay. rentals. But okay, you I've, do rentals. I've worked with a lot of house flippers. Okay. Yeah. You know, and um, years ago when I was in the construction trade and, and I thought about, you know, flipping, I just couldn't afford to buy a house to flip at that time. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be ways, if you're going to try to do this, maybe flip your first house, I would imagine there's certain steps, certain things you need to look for, but are there steps to flipping your first house? Yes. So uh, on the episode today, I'm going to be talking about the six steps to flipping your first okay. house. Okay. Okay. And um, so break it down real simple for people. Um, the thing to think about is that you really have to be a self-starter and you have to educate yourself because- yep. I see some people kind of want other people to do it all for them. They think they're going to get all the information they need from other people just on demand or mm-hmm. a la carte. It's really not how it works. You have to become the flippers I've worked with. I've worked with people on their first flip and then on their second flip and on their third flip. And I see them become more and more experts. But sure. the things that the successful ones have in common is they really put a lot of effort into educating themselves. So the first step for pretty much anybody is going to be talking to a lender and a realtor, especially for your first flip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once you've been doing a few, you mm-hmm. might kind of do some stuff on your own to yep. try to find deals and you don't always need a realtor involved. And sure. that's something that people graduate to. And mm-hmm. I totally understand. Um, but especially for your first one, it's good to have that guidance. Talk to your lender about what your financing options are going to look like. If there's any changes you need to make to your financial situation and be able to make this work. Um, talk to your realtor, get set up on new listing alerts so you can look at a lot of the inventory that's coming up, even though you're maybe not ready to buy something just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, get those listing alerts when you see kind of lower price listings hitting the market, get an idea of what's a good deal, what's not a good deal, especially pay attention to those houses that are total like bomb jobs that need to be completely rehabbed. Right. Yep. Um, bomb so, jobs. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And now number two is going to be to educate yourself. Like we were just talking about, um, you really so some of the most important things to learn how to do and get really good at are going to be how to estimate rehab costs. There's books on this you can go out and read. There's videos on YouTube you can watch. Become a master at estimating rehab costs. Where you walk into a house and you see, okay, this needs a new, mm-hmm. new kitchen cabinets, new countertops. 
this is how much a kitchen's going to cost. I need new flooring in this whole house. I need it completely painted. Um, I need to put new windows in these rooms. Uh, I need a new roof, new gutters. Get good at figuring out how much that stuff is going to cost. Because if you are not good at this, oh, yeah. you are lose setting your yourself. Ass. Yep, you're mm-hmm. setting yourself up to lose a lot of money. Sure. A lot of people um, kind of underestimate maybe how much stuff's going to cost when they don't know what they're doing just yeah. yet. And they're yeah. Like, oh, this house, I could I could put ten grand into it and you know do all the work myself when they don't know how to do anything. Yeah, and ten and, grand doesn't get you very far no, anymore. No, it doesn't. So be realistic about uh, rehab costs. Learn about the housing market. Um, Next thing is number three, kind of on that same uh, on that same thread, mm-hmm. is learn how to analyze a deal. So, what does this mean? You're looking at those new listing alerts that come on the market. Um, you're figuring out uh, you're you're figuring out how to analyze a deal. So, what what does this mean? This means getting um, a realistic idea of kind of your deal criteria. Okay. So, let's say I'm. I looked at I've looked at a bunch of these and I've run the numbers on a lot of these houses that are coming through and it's possible that I'll be able to buy something and maybe make a 20 grand profit if I hire out all the work um if I buy it right. Mm-hmm. So you figure out what what number is it worth it? This is what my flippers that I work with do. What's the minimum profit I would take to take on this project? Okay. And then you kind of work backwards from there. Um so you're going to when you're analyzing a deal, you're going to be looking at the house. Um, you're going to get a rough idea, even from the photos, of what your rehab costs are going to be. And then you're also going to need to get really good at uh, learning um, how to estimate the after repair value, yeah, also known as the ARV. Okay. So that's figuring out how much this house is going to be worth once it's all shiny and new and mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything has been done. So you figure out how much, uh, basically how much the... Um, how much the rehab is going to cost you, what other costs are you going to have, like commissions, holding costs, all that kind of stuff, other fees that go with selling. Um, and then you figure out what do I need to get it at? What's what's the most I can pay for this to hit my $20,000 profit? And you know, you might run across a deal where the price that it's listed at, there's already probably maybe you're estimating 30 grand in profit right there. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There might be other ones where you need to go negotiate them down 20 grand in order to make your $20,000 sure, in profit. Sure. Um, this way, once you get really good at this, um, you're, you know, a good deal when you see it, that's the whole point. Um, and you're able, and I, I would get tons and tons of practice on this before you pull the trigger on your first one so that you're really confident. Then number four is once you're confident in your ability to analyze a deal, you're going to go out and you're going to buy one. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to find one of those rundown homes that fits your criteria. There's a potential for, you know, that's a realistic number, 20, 30,000 profit, especially if you're doing some of the work yourself. Sure. If sure. You're, if you're hiring everything out, um, you know, maybe your, your profit margin is going to be a little slimmer. Right. Um, but however you decide to do it, whatever skills you have, that's, that's what you're going to be doing. So mm-hmm. you're going to buy your first one. You're going to negotiate it out, um, get it under contract and go through the contract close process, close on it, begin, uh, renovating it. That's number five is you're going to do your entire renovation. Um, one important thing for people to note, don't leave anything that's still an issue. So make sure every little bit of the house is brand new. That's, oh, yeah. that's the benefit to flipping mm-hmm. homes is you could buy a flipped home 
that's going to be a lot cheaper than any new construction that you can buy. Okay. I'm talking about after it's all done. Yep. Whatever you as the flipper listed at, that's that's going to be cheaper than a new construction. It might be more expensive than kind of an outdated uh, typical home on the market in that price mm-hmm. range. But people yep. like that nice, fresh, new. They sure. Want to maybe buy a smaller house that's nice and fresh and yep. new yep. at a reasonable price point, probably below the median sale price. So you renovated it. That's step five. And step six is listing it and selling it for a profit. So the most important things for people to focus on is those learning aspects. So you're learning how to estimate rehab costs. You're learning how to estimate after repair values. If you are not good at either of those two things, you can get yourself in hot water really fast. So before you, you don't want to learn by making terrible mistakes and losing a lot of money. So practice this a ton. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't need to have money in the bank to be able to practice this. While you're saving up to be able to do your first flip, you can be practicing this. Um, analyzing deals all the time. And then when you're ready to pull the trigger and you see something that's a good deal, you can be sure of yourself. Okay, so say I find a house and um, and, and I'm thinking, boy, this could be a good flip house. Yep. Um, maybe it's not even listed with anybody, um, but would it be good to get a hold of you and say, hey, can you find out about this house? And then, because you might end up being the listing agent or whatever, but, um, and then could you walk, if it was me, could you kind of walk me through and say, well, for sure you need to do this, that, and this, and that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, until you educate yourself on this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's always nice to have a realty expert to, to kind of tell you, you know, well, you've got to do all this or it's yeah. not going to, it's not even going to be worth it, you know? I mean, I can add some of my own personal experience. Sure. Like I've, I've rehabbed properties mm-hmm. and the thing, the difference is I re, I'll rehab a property and then I'll keep it yep. and rent yep. it out. So I've been through the rehab process. I don't do, I don't know how to do anything, so I don't mm-hmm. do anything myself. Yeah, I, sure. I hire everything out so I can, I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I just did siding on a house. It costed me this much money. Mm-hmm. I just did roof on a house. It costed me this much money. You know, this house is smaller than the one that I just did, and the one I just did cost this much. Um, so I can add some value that way, but nothing's going to replace somebody going out and learning that information by themselves. As far as what you mentioned for an off market deal, sometimes that can be a little bit slipperier for yeah. somebody on their first deal. That's, like, yeah, you know, but really don't know what you're getting yourself into that. But for an experienced flipper, one thing they do is they drive around town, they look for these dilapidated, oh, yeah. crappy homes and, mm-hmm. and maybe nicer or decent neighborhoods. And what they'll do is they'll send, they'll look up the owner's uh, mailing address on the tax website mm-hmm. and they'll send them a few postcards. And, you know, they, they might have somebody who's an experienced flipper might have a pretty massive operation going around. Sure. They're, they're making a lot of uh, post. They're, they're doing a huge direct mail marketing effort to try to find sellers. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you know, now with cost of materials and everything, the way it's all gone up, are people still flipping like they used to? Yeah. And, and can you still make a good profit like you used to be able to? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I, I've had um, probably in the past two years, I've probably had three or four of flippers mm-hmm. that I've sold the house to them. Um, they've rehabbed it. There's one that we're gonna that he's working on it right now, and we're going to be selling it in a while. Okay. Um, and then the other mm-hmm. ones, they they you know, flipped it and sold and, you know, made a healthy profit and, you know. Did, so it can be right. done. It's all about the, per- you make the money on the buy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not just the whole, the whole reason these flippers look for homes that are dilapidated and need a ton of work and they, they want something that's not livable. That immediately excludes 90% of the buyer pool. Sure. Who want to buy that. Yeah. Thing. 
you, you, we know that something's worth more the more people that want to buy it. The fewer people that want to buy it, it's going to be worth less. So that's why mm. that's how there's profit built into these nasty, rundown, terrible houses, is because nobody wants them. Yeah. Except for investors. So now it's a much smaller buyer pool. So even if that house needs thirty thousand dollars worth of work, and after it gets thirty thousand dollars worth of work, it'll be worth two hundred thousand. That house, the market value with the number of buyers that are out there is typically not one hundred seventy thousand dollars. That you know those those flippers all need to make their money. The, even if somebody is a handy home buyer, there's a regular home buyer who's going to live in it, buy it, flip it, live in it. Mm-hmm. They want to be compensated for their effort as well. So nobody's going to buy that thing for 170. It's probably going to sell for yeah. closer to like 140, you know, maybe 150. What about uh, like uh, bank repossessions, uh, yeah. tax liens, things like that? Are, are those good deals? Because a lot of times you can get a really good deal on them. Yep. Uh, and would that, would that be a good flip house to do something like that? Not always, but yes. Okay. A lot of times, yes. Um, stuff you buy on the courthouse steps you you have to be a little more advanced to be doing mm-hmm. that because i'm pretty sure you need to be able to buy it with it you have to be able to write a check for right it right all right cash right there sure um you know even just a house where uh you know somebody's parents lived there they they didn't fix it up they didn't take care of it they moved into an old folks home and the kids are in charge of selling it it's totally outdated run down there's maintenance issues there's tons of repairs that need to be done i mean that can be a good option even just a typical house that a home buyer bought and just couldn't handle it, didn't maintain it at all, and let it go to crap. You know, another good way to see if it's going to be a good deal, you probably are going to be looking at stuff that has been owned for a long time. Yeah. Uh, because if, if something was, if somebody bought something two years ago and maybe they planned to update it and they didn't, or they just completely let it go to crap, if they bought it two years ago, they probably owe so much on it. Mm-hmm. They probably bought it at a pretty high price if it yeah. was two years ago, and they probably owe so much on it that they can't sell it to you at a good enough deal for you to make it work. So that that's a nice thing. You know, if you want to see if something's going to have some meat on the bone or whatever, mm-hmm. check and see how much they bought it for. Because if they bought it for more than what you're willing to pay for it, it's probably, it's probably unlikely it's going to work out. Okay. Uh, there you go. Six steps to flipping your first... I got phone written down. Yeah. The flipping your first home, but um, there might be somebody who flips phones too. I just haven't met him. <laughs> well, I've heard of a flip phone yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how, about, how does somebody get a hold of uh, realty expert John Brodeen? So uh, check out my social media channels John Brodeen Realtor, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, if you want to become a client or you have real estate questions, my cell phone number is 701 213 5428. And we will see you again in a couple of days on Friday morning. Yes, that sounds good. All right. Have yourself a good couple yeah. of days here man you too john all right there you go that is your wednesday edition of your berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast uh six steps to flipping your first phone no i meant home there we go john will be back again friday morning at 10 o'clock until then have yourself a great week everybody